What is up, everyone? Welcome to this episode of Spilling the Beans, where we believe that as we have real and authentic conversations, the most wisdom comes out. As we spill the beans together, we see vulnerability, we see truth, we see real life occur. I'm your host, Sabina Hogue. Let's spill these beans. What is up, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of Spilling the Beans. I'm joined by Alex. Alex, what is your Enneagram type? Uh, My Enneagram type is a seven wing eight. That is exciting. I'm an eight wing seven, so we're kind of like... I'm (laughs) scared. You're scared. So that kind of leads us in. So me and Alex have met like, what, three or four times? Yeah. Yeah, Three or four times. We met. It was kind of funny. His pastor came and spoke, so he came with him. But Alex told me tonight when we were hanging out before we filmed this that he was scared of me when we met or I was intimidating or something. So I asked him to share a little bit about that because I but I said, don't tell me I want to hear it on the podcast. So this is a live reaction to this. Well, first of all, we were all sitting in a room, a green room before service and and we're just hanging out, you know, really chill talk. And Sabina rushes in like a bull in a china shop and starts wrecking shop. And That's not true. Well, I, was, I got asked to come in. It, that, that is true. Okay. She was asked to come in, but she came in with like authority. <laughs> and like, it was like scary authority. So like my first impression of her was like, oh, dang, this chick means business and I'm scared. <laughs> um, I was very terrified, but... Bean ain't nothing to be scared about, so I'm okay. But now he's still scared. Uh, no, that I, is true. <laughs> I don't know. I walked in because I walked into this meeting. It was all boys. And I was supposed to be in it originally, but they started it without me. So I was kind of like, okay, so like I guess I'm not going to walk in. And they're like, yeah, come in. And so I go in and I'm like, what's up? And someone's like, what's your name? And I'm like, Sabina. And they're like, oh, Sabrina. I was like, and I probably did say, did I say this? Like where I correct people on my name? Because I always like, do. It's not, there's no R in my name. I, oh, I yes, was, ma'am. I'm sorry. I know. I think I was like, I was like, it's Sabrina without the R because everyone gets it wrong, and I guess I get I get a lot of toot about it. I don't know why. I just like aggressive. Can we all agree that <laughs> Sabrina is aggressive, unintentionally or intentionally? Anyway, so I meet these people, and I'm like, "What's up? What's up? What's up?" And what did they say? They said something. Oh, they said something. Pastor Joey brought up something about. Oh, I forgot. I'm not Pastor Joey drop. said <laughs> we're sitting in the room. Pastor Joey's like giving her this intro. Don't name like, drop the rest of them, people. Pastor Joey's giving this intro about Sabrina saying that. She is the best leader to ever come out of our church. Not even true. She is the most. She has the most potential out of anybody to ever come out of our college. I think he said, "This is an idiot who's my guts." Definitely, what he said. He was hyping <laughs> her up so much. She, and he, but he brings in the other two guys first, and was there like nothing to talk about apparently. And then he brings Sabina in, and like I said, bull in time shop. I was terrified. Yeah, and then but that- she did ask a lot of good questions. That's true. But then, well, then Joseph asked something. Oh, I keep name dropping. Dang it. Well, someone. I'm kidding. So, anyway, so the guy who came in was like, yeah, like, do y'all work out or anything? And I was like, yeah, I love to work out. They don't. Sabrina's like, so like, like, I can bench press all of you in this room. <laughs> I don't think I said that because I can't bench press a lot. But the, well, because the boys I hang out with do not work out anymore. And so they all, I always joke with them because I'm always like, literally none of y'all lift. None of y'all do anything. So, like, I always mess with them. I can beat them up. Which, she can bench press me. Like that's that's a hundred percent a fact. That is hundred percent not a fact. <laughs> I would definitely die. <laughs> don't I don't take that to the bank on that one. I don't want to be. I mean, I'm spilling all the beans and saying that Sabina <laughs> is a bull in China shop and she can bench press everyone. Okay, but anyway, so I walked into that meeting. I honestly thought it was a really fun meeting. I was 
and I think also it kind of got intimidating just because we were there and the guest was kind of like, hey, and we were told prepare questions. So like, I was like thinking of thoughts and he like, I walk in and he's like, yes, y'all have any questions? And I was like, and the guys, I was like, gonna let the boys go first because, you know, trying to be a servant. I was trying to be a servant. LOL. And they, they were, I don't got nothing right now. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, true. And I was like, I got enough questions. So I like started it off and then they, I just kind of like, I don't like asking the basic question. Like, what do y'all do for this? Like, yeah, probably no. what everyone she else goes does. Straight for the throat. And on a serious note, I mean, you really did leave a great impression. Like, we all left very impressed and, and like, really, again, impressed about what, like, all the questions you had. Like, we did not think any of that was coming. You know, you caught, you caught my pastor really off guard with some of your questions. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I kind of like being the devil's Scary. advocate. <laughs> But cool. <laughs> Scary, but cool. Being the devil's advocate is just kind of fun. It's a little bit of an eight thing. But Alex, kind of can you tell a little bit about what you do? Because we mentioned that you came with your pastor. So explain. Right, like, right, what's right. your job? So my pastor is um we pa- we uh we serve a church in Lafayette, Louisiana called Our Savior's Church. Woo-hoo! And he is the young adult slash student pastor at one of our campuses. And I pretty much just run around with him. Pretty much whatever he needs, I I, I serve God and I help him. So. I run, I run around, I, uh, I communicate for junior high and high school sometimes. I, you know, really just whatever he needs, I, I pretty much got. That's awesome. I know. I definitely feel like I kind of do that. I know uh, me and the person I do youth with, I feel like we do a lot of that. And I mean, kind of my role is being like an administrative assistant. So I definitely do a lot of just like whatever the pastor needs. Like, Well, if, I'm, if, if he needs me to do admin, God save us all because yeah my pastor says the same thing he doesn't give me any admin work one time he gave me his card and said get my kids chicken nuggets and i did that's about the most administrative thing i can do is get some chicken nuggets yeah so i mean that was pretty i guess good i successfully got them chicken nuggets and sprite so wow and i was nice to them well i love his kids they're awesome so i was like here you go and they're like thanks and i was like god you're so cool yeah, I like have only a soft thing for like <laughs> animals and like, kids. I hate everything except for animals and kids. <laughs> oh my god, really? I literally cried over a video of a dog today. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I like anything about a uh, Yeah. That's crazy. Moving on about that, because I actually did, we kind of t- were talking a little bit about, and I had a question for him because it was kind of relevant to my own life in a sense that I feel like being young in ministry especially being young in ministry as single kind of makes it harder to date. Yeah. Do you feel like, what would you, what would you say about that? And also, I guess, cause it's from a male perspective and then as a girl perspective, we kind of talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll say that before I was in ministry, I had no game. And even though I am in ministry now, I still ain't got no game. So like, it doesn't help. <laughs> but as far as, um, so, so I was going to preface that with like, I don't have girls scratching at my door. Like that's not happening, but I do feel like, um, a lot of times you can have a guy who's in ministry and a lot of girls are really just fighting over him because, hey, I want to bag a pastor or they want to bag <laughs> a, a guy that's min- in ministry. Why? I don't know. It's not that lavish of a life. Um, Everyone wants to be a pastor's wife for some reason, but I think they think it's like super easy in no like, ministry. Are you like, are you sure you want to do that? Because like, <laughs> you know, that makes you a pastor do like, they're like nah. so I mean, I feel like it's also hard because like going out. Me, me as someone attempting to date is um, hard because I, I, I know I need to represent a pastor or I need, I need to represent the church I work for or I need to represent the people that I serve because like, I can't just go out and do whatever. I have to be very intentional with how I date and who I date. 
Oh, yeah, that's relatable. I think I find it's kind of hard to date. Mainly, I guess maybe it's the opposite. I think being a girl in ministry kind of puts this, like, not red flag, but this kind of, like, Oh, gosh, she's in ministry. Ooh, I'm scared. It's going to be a lot harder. And I think because people think I'm so intimidating, I guess, which I feel like I'm sh- I'm God. not. I feel like people are then like, oh, well, like now this is kind of like another hindrance. And then they find out that I'm like, yeah, you need to meet my pastors. And they're scarier <laughs> than me. Like all of them. I have like three pastors in my life and they're all very well, Enneagram eights, which is really funny. Um, but they're all like all like some one of them's kind of nicer but like he uh, he's like that person that asks those questions that just like wrecks you and so i would be more scared about him meeting one of them and like they're like yeah we want to meet them and like i mean i'm sure you do this you like you like someone or you hang out with someone so you like immediately go tell your pastor about it oh and so before before they've even met like the pastor officially like they already know they know everything about the person yeah and so like yeah no i want to meet them (laughs) like and so i feel like that can like and I was even like kind of a recently a thing with someone and I was kind of like, yeah, you got to meet my pastor. And they're like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, that's like meeting my dad. Like that's the same equivalency right. to me. Like yeah. if they don't like you, you're out because I trust them. That's good. I mean, yeah. that's what I feel. I also kind of feel like it's hard because I mean, do you feel like, I, I feel like I have to date someone that's going to want to be in ministry. Oh, 100%. Because it's like, that's my life. Or yeah. someone, they have to go to my church, but then also gets so messy if they go to your church. Yeah. So well, it's just confusing. I think, I think like, especially if, if you know, like me, I, I know for sure I want to be in full-time ministry for the rest of my life. That's what God has for me. And so I'm looking for a woman who's like about that life, who who wants to be in ministry, who who who, want, who wants to do life within, within not necessarily the church, but definitely within ministry. Um, so that's why I said, you know, you got to be intentional with not just how you date, but who. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's important because it's like keeping your standards up. I know for me, sometimes I can even get lost in potential, which yeah. I don't know if you do. I think anybody who's, I don't even want to say like I'm a great leader or something, but anyone who has like some forward vision, it's a very vision focused person, which I feel like we're both very vision focused right. people. You see someone, what they could be. Yeah. And then like as, a, as someone in ministry and as like a leader and as a people person, you're like, I could fix you. I can make, I can yeah. develop you into what I want. Yeah. So, I, I'm build you into my wife or stuff like that, which is totally not the right thing to do. And, and I, I'm guilty of that, you know, um, seeing potential like missionary dating, like oh, missionary might, dating when they're saved. They like, might not, they might not love Jesus, but I'll make them love Jesus. They might not want to be a pastor, but I'll make them want to be a pastor. Oh, that's good. I'm like, you don't need, you're totally called to ministry. They're like, I hate like, no, ministry. I actually I'm would going to be a dentist. Like what? <laughs> yeah, we're and you're like, no, you just because you're so opposed you're to the call. Dentistry for the Lord. That's what you're gonna do. I'm like, because you're so opposed to the call, that means you're definitely called to ministry. Gross. <laughs> because funny. you're so against it, I know this is your calling. <laughs> I'm like, you're no, trust me. Which but I feel like I get burned because I'm not like sometimes I do that where I'm date and to potentially because they're good people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they even some of them, most of well, all of them love the Lord. I haven't dated like a non Christian since I was a non Christian. So, yeah, right. Well, since I was in that field, and then still then I dated somehow Christians, which is weird. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, a non Christian. But then again, <laughs> I had up. no game, so I don't have any experience. <laughs> yeah, so Alex is like, yeah, I didn't date I anyone. I had that girlfriend since I was a sophomore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ministry didn't change anything for Alex. It no, just kind of was like. I still hate everything. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> still his life. No. Um, but a good thing about being a Christian. Let's, let's zoom out of ministry because um, this isn't a ministry podcast. This is a Christian. Yeah. So being a Christian and single is one of the best things ever because 
if you're non-Christian and single, it's hard. Nobody loves me. I'm alone. I hate my life. But if you're affirmed by Christ, you're no longer operating for affirmation, but yet you're operating from that affirmation. Yeah. And, 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 and therefore the, the depression or the, the anxiety to try to get someone or whatever it may be is no longer there because you already have that affirmation from Christ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think even for me, like, I think I like went on a really weird, not even like, I was in a good place in my life, but for some reason I just kind of was really in this weird, like, I want to be in a relationship mood. And like, I went on this, like, I went on these dates and I literally was not even dating people up to the potential I should have been. Right. Whichever people sometimes just let me do my thing just because they know I'm not going to really go to Oh my edge. God. But they like just need, they know I need to let, like, I need to get, like, I need to get it out. I need to get it out and be, come to my own wow. realization that I hate it. And so, like, I'm at that point where I'm like, I don't even want to date anyone. But it really came with a lot of trusting God of being like, oh, I trust God that I know that in his exact perfect timing that he's going to give it. Because, like, one of the, my favorite verses is that God is the giver of good gifts. That he's, like, the God of light. who He's not, like, the changing shadows. And, you know, he gives perfect gifts. And so I think that if right now I'm single, then that's the perfect gift for me right yeah, now. Yeah. And that if I was to be with someone else, that means it would be God's right timing right now. Yeah, that's good. But if he's if I'm forcing its hand, that's not the gift that God has for me. And if he's really perfect, yeah. even if I hate the gift, I'm not saying I hate the gift, but I'm saying like <laughs> if I do hate the gift, it doesn't matter because it's perfect, it's perfect and yeah. God's doing something in that. It's on purpose. Yeah. I mean, I had a friend tell me who he's married. He, he, his wife is great. He's great. And uh, he, we were talking one one day a couple months back. I was interested in this girl, and he was like, he's like, dude, why do you keep trying to look for a relationship? You know? And I was like. Because I believe God wants me in one. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And then he was like, no, dude, the way to find a girl, if God, single guys out there, if you're listening, the way to find a girl as a Christian is to stop looking. Um, That's pretty much it. That's what he told me. And it didn't make any sense until I stopped looking. And then I felt at peace. You know? Yeah. I think the not looking is good. I think even they say that for girls, just like run after hard after Jesus and he's going to. Totally. 100%. You know? And 100%. I also think it's like, I want to take the stigma also off of that you have to keep working on yourself to be ready for the one. Oh, yes. Because I hate that because I think it then puts in like that, oh, I'm not good enough yet. Yeah. Where it's like, no, that singleness uh, is called yeah. a gift. 100%. And if it's a gift, that means it's given to you right now. Yeah. But I have friends that, like, I have a friend that she met her, who's now her fiance. They're about to get married soon. And he had just gotten saved like a few months ago. But for some reason, leadership was like, this sounds great. Like, actually, we could right. really see this. If it fits, they, it fits. Yeah. But in every other standard, people would have been like, no, like, that's dumb. You're not, you're Like, he's not ready. He's not yeah. ready yet. If it was all about being ready. And they had to work through stuff. There was yeah, not, totally. I mean, work came into it. But they were the right people for right. each other. And it was God's timing. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, that reminds me that it's not on me to get better. Yeah. Which I feel like I can do that where I'm like, oh, I can just get better, like, become better. And then I'm like. Where is the level? It's like this rising ceiling. Like where is? Where am I ready? And then I'm not content in what's going on because I think I'm just prepping myself to get married, acting like marriage is the end goal or getting that's like. That's so good. And that's not because the whole point of the reason you're single right now is because it's not God's timing. It doesn't matter how yeah. good you could be. You can't force God's hand by being better. That's good. That's so good. Yeah. That's <laughs> you're awesome. like, you're, he's like, he's I like, mean, I don't what, know. I just what like, else do I have to say? <laughs> I mean. I could throw another one-liner in there, but it's not going to do any good because Sabina just said it all. So I agree. That's 100% true. Um, my pastor always tells me that you either learn by instruction or you learn by experience. And <laughs> let me tell you what. You do not want to learn dating through experience. You rather learn it through instruction. That is true. Because you, because if you're just going around dating around, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. That's the kind of experience you don't want. 
So yeah, I think, and then even when you pick good people to date, I think like even also taking off the pressure that yeah, you date to marry, you should only date people you'd want to marry. But also, a successful dating relationship isn't always in marriage. It ends in two whole people saying, yeah. "Hey, we're not right, but we're you know we're fine. I'm fine." And guess what? We can both pursue Jesus better, separate paths, and I'm freeing yeah. you. But that's a successful one because that means y'all are both leaving. Yeah, and and if you're looking, I mean, uh, the the best piece of advice that I've ever got from somebody about dating or or pursuing marriage is is just run as fast as you can toward God, full speed. And if someone can keep up, they're important. Yeah. If you can notice that someone is keeping up with your speed toward God, that's important, and you should reach out. Yeah. Because not everybody's going to run the same speed toward God that you are. And if they are, that's definitely a sign. Yeah. I think also the test of time. Because there are people who are oh, like, amen. they're little system. rockets. Like they're, you know, they're like fireworks. They like shoot up in the sky and they look super fast and look super cool. And then they just blow up. And blow you're up. like, what? Like I thought this was, yeah, and good. some people just, it's not there. So it's like even testing it out, especially, okay, this is a big thing because there's this new Christian, like when someone first gets saved, there's this fire, which is, it's amazing. The zeal is, I love it. I love meeting new Christians. But do not be a little hesitant on it because you don't know the test of time. Yeah. See so if good. they're, hey, are they, do they have a person in their life that they're telling they're drunk to? Because yeah. when I first got saved, I told, I, my mentor, thank God, lived in my neighborhood because I was over there every day. <laughs> and I was there and she, like, I was like, here's another bomb of like the awful stuff I did when I was unsaved. Yeah. You know? And so like, I, I had to like, ha- like, it was like, I had to keep well, like there's a purging, difference. You know? I think there's a difference between dating a Christian and dating a disciple. Yeah. That's a good point. You know? You know, you can be you can be a Christian and you know know God, accept God, but if you're not being discipled, you're not growing. Ooh. And the last person you want to date is someone who's not growing. Yeah, that oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Also, okay, big tip. I've always heard this is which I, I mean I didn't come up with it, but the best thing I've heard is that if you are wanting to date a guy but he is not following someone, he will not be able to lead you because you can only lead someone as well as you follow someone. Yeah. And so only lead other people as well as you lead yourself. Yeah, that's true. But like you need to have guys in your life that are speaking to you, but girls, you need that too. One hundred percent. Like you need I need okay, I have single people giving dating advice. Let's go. Well because here's the thing though, is that like I think you we are so in I mean I've been in so many dating experience, yeah. I've been in so many well I've been so many dating like ser- services where they talk about this all the time but then also when you are in up close with somebody like I mean I have a few like relationship not relationships I have a few mentors that I've gotten to see their relationships yeah, and yeah. I'm like tell me like I like want to hear their experience about it and then it's like you just grasp this wisdom and I think that's the best part about spilling the beans is cuz sometimes it's like what is wisdom that we have in us that we didn't even know we had in us. Oh yeah, that's good. And so that's what I love is that, like, as we talk about it, that's when truth comes out and stuff. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of Spilling the Beans. If you liked what you heard, please review us and subscribe. Also, share this with your friends. If you want to know more information about Spilling the Beans, you can follow me on my Instagram at Sabina Hogue. See y'all next time.